What is going on, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome to a special episode of Tuffy Talk. And I do feel that every single episode of, of Tuffy Talk is special, no doubt about it. But this one to me is a little bit more special, especially for my NC State grads, fellow NC State alumni out there, or, or honorary uh, alumni as well. Shout out to you, Greg. Uh, there as well yep. <laughs> um you know having having the 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 nc state alumni famous uh historian uh, tim peeler uh who was uh, best known as an author nc state writer and editor uh specializing in university and athletics history at nc state uh he's also a non-voting member of the nc state athletic hall of fame voting member of the nc sports hall of fame and he also has selected works and books at uh, Tim Peeler, uh, P-E-E-L-E-R dot blogspot dot com. So, Tim, thank you so much for joining us. So excited to have you on the show, my friend. Well, I appreciate you having me. Uh, you guys uh, have a strong and uh, proficient appreciation of NC State Athletics and the university. And I, I, I among all people, uh, appreciate people who have that. Um, and, uh, so I, w- I was happy to uh, join you guys and reach out to you a couple of times in the past. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, I mean, that, that, that's the thing for us is, I mean, at the end of the day, we're just NC state fans, you know, we're not in state media We're we're just fans and, and, and alumni slash, you know, you know, honorary, honorary alumni as well. That's going to be a thing, Greg, which I'm like, I'm like, all right, Greg, you're an alumni. I, 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 I don't care. Like, yes, you don't yeah. have a piece of paper, but dude, like you have it but anyway so so jumping right into it Tim so I mean you know it's always funny you know because I feel like that whenever some of these events take place that your tweets always kind of I guess kind of set set kind of set the set the ground flat being like like they're like like you're just giving to us straight like factual there is no opinion like this guy's the best this this guy's the best this is what happened like you basically just said it all straight so where so first of all obviously i'm going to take a huge shot out there and say that you're an alumni uh and which by shaking head yes okay (laughs) good uh so um so when did your love for NC State take such a foot that you became a full historian of you know and and follower of state history so my, my background with NC State is I, I grew up in North Carolina, western part okay. of the state. Um, my formative years were watching David Thompson, Tommy Burleson, Monty Tao play basketball when I was a nine-year-old kid in Lincoln County, uh, which is adjacent to Cleveland County where David grew up. He was coached by, as far as I know, a non-relative named Ed Peeler. But as a nine-year-old kid, you hear somebody was the coach of David Thompson he had the same last name as, <clears throat> excuse me, as you did. You 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 take notice of it, and then, like every other human being on the planet, I took notice of what David did and Tommy did, and uh, my sister grew up as a huge Monty Tao fan, like all teenage girls at that time. <laughs> um, and so, when I had the opportunity to go to NC State, um, in the 1980s. I uh, entered in the uh, fall of 1983, pretty good year to be on campus, even though I missed the big events of the spring. Uh, I was born one year too late for that. But um, so I I developed, I, I will say that I've never been what you would call a fan of NC State athletics because I've always been, or I've always tried to be an objective observer of NC State athletics. That started when I was a student working for a technician and learning the tenets and basics of journalism, whereas I never really had the opportunity because I knew I wanted to be a writer. 
not necessarily a sports writer, but a writer with an objective viewpoint. And I've tried to carry that all the way through. As you mentioned, you know, I, I try the thing that I try to bring to the conversation that I don't think everybody has is a perspective about just about anything and everything to do with NC State University, NC State Athletics. Um, try to put things into some sort of, um, I mean, perspective is the best word for me, and uh, to bring out and bring to light things that people may not know, how NC State is connected to certain things, how NC State has played a role in developing um, the, the game of college basketball, uh, its impact on football, and all other sports. And the university as a whole, with its uh, background in education or engineering, agricultural education, and um, the things that it does for the people of North Carolina. All of those things are what I've always tried to do um, in putting NC State in a place in history that um, it is um, it is meant to be as it's, you know, as it was founded to be. Yeah. Well, one thing it does for the people of the state of North Carolina is make some ridiculously good ice cream. That's one thing it does for sure. <laughs> uh, but so, so I do want to ask, because I, as I was reading it, one question that popped into my head. So what does that mean, non-voting member of the NC State Hall of Fame? What does that so mean? Uh, when, the, when the Hall of Fame was um, founded in 2012, Debbie Yao made a, was, was very much focused on creating a Hall of Fame. I was a voting member on the selection and election committee. And because of the bylaws that uh, were uh, instituted when it was founded, um, I was a voting member and an advisor to the voting committee uh, about people and where they fit into NC State Athletics uh, history. And because of rotation, um, I am still a advisor uh, and perspective voice in the room, but I don't vote on the uh, um, on, you know, the class as it goes in. We just had a recent class. I participated in that, um, in that vote. I happened to be in the Czech Republic at the time, but I still was there to uh, advise and, and at least give some information as I knew it for the people who were voting on the new class. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time worrying and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. And go ahead, Greg. No, I, go ahead. I'll let you finish that. No, I'll go to another topic. I, I know well, you the one thing which I do want, the one thing I do want to ask is when the Sports Hall of Fame was created, because this is one thing I was definitely kind of curious about um, for NC State. Does the amount of people per class get discussed? Because I feel like that. I mean. That I mean, definitely the amount of people you bring in per year is an important thing because you obviously don't want to get to a point where you're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel per se, being like, "Well, I guess he's good enough. We'll let him in just that way. We can get to the number." Like, you know, how, how right. like how does all that kind of work? So the bylaws were created that there would be consecutive classes for the first three years every year, uh, with a minimum with a maximum of ten 
uh, athletes, coaches, and contributors. And then it changed to an every other year by, by bylaw uh, limit of only seven people per year. Uh, now, some people have deferred. Philip Rivers is one of them. Joan Benoit is another who has deferred because schedules have not allowed them to, um, to come and be enshrined in the Hall of Fame. But it is a there is a, a limit and a number of people who can go in each and every year. Doesn't have to have seven every year, but it can be up to seven. Cool. And then I guess one more follow up question: Is there like any kind of stipulations? Like, do you have to have, have graduated? Uh, do you like? Is there a certain amount of years? Like, we'll use for the instance Caitlin Tui. We all probably pretty much assume that she'll be in the Hall of Fame at some point. Uh, does she have a minimum? What's that now? I said, we'll talk about her. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But is there? A, my question is, is there a minimum number of years you have to wait, kind of like in other like professional sports hall of fames before you're eligible to come up on the ballot? So there are no minimum requirements for the um, coaches and contributors other than um, they spent their time, did their things at NC State. They can still be active. They don't have to be retired or have gone somewhere else at this point. Um, so there are no restrictions on that. For athletes, you have to be at least five years after your career ended, your NC State career ended. There is no requirement for um, um, graduation or, or there are some clauses about, um, you know, uh, humanitarian. That's not the word I'm looking for, but, you know, doing the right thing. It's basically yeah. a citizenship yeah. um, stipulation in there. Of, gotcha. What the, what the NFL Hall of Fame should have put in already, because it's, it's obvious that it's happening, but it's not in the bylaws. It's obvious it's happening, though. So anyway, yeah. go ahead, Ben. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, so, so uh, Greg, any follow-up questions to that? No, no. I, I, I've i always been curious about some of, the, some of that, because you, you look at some of the athletes, and you're like, huh, I wonder why they're not in yet, or why, you know, this or that. But um, that definitely clears up. I didn't realize it was an every-other-year thing, and then um, that was really the big one for me. It was every other year. And do you kind of try to, you know, balance it between, you know, newer generation athletes slash, you know, old school generation athletes as well? Do you kind of try to diversify or, I mean, does it just work out how it works out? Well, at this point, there are no stipulations as to, you know, there, there are no um, requirements like the football, the College Football Hall of Fame, which um, is run by an NC State graduate, uh, Gary Stoken, former mm-hmm. NC State basketball player. Um mm-hmm. There are stipulations that to be nominated, you have to be, you have to have been a first team All American. Now, there are people who are never going to be required or never going to make it into the College Football Hall of Fame because no matter how good they were, they weren't a first team All American. But I think mm-hmm. it has to be two different organizations. Wow. There are no, there are no specific criteria like that for the NC State Hall of Fame. Um, okay. but it's always up for discussion. Um, you know, it, it's hard to it's hard to put on the same level sometimes a volleyball player versus a women's basketball player where there are multiple ACC championships and All-American status and things like that. But that doesn't mean there aren't people within the program historically of volleyball who don't deserve recognition uh, for what they accomplished here because there's a, there's always a balance of um the criteria on a national level for some sports versus the criteria on a localized level for other sports. 
doesn't, you know, we, we have the same discussions with the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. How do you, um, how do you put into perspective someone who is a small college All-American in one sport and an Olympic water skiing champion? Right. It's hard to, it's hard to Apples do that. Apples to oranges, it, yeah. Yeah, it, it, the accomplishments among your peers and among your sport uh, have to mean something. Absolutely. That makes sense. So, I, I mean, we've already mentioned the name, so I'm going to bring it up because I definitely want to discuss it. But, you know, Caitlin Tui, uh, you know, who, in my opinion, I've said and I've, I've repeatedly said it on social media, and I, choose, I chose my word wisely. I didn't want to say the greatest interstate athlete of all time because I didn't want it to sound like that athleticism-wise that she's the greatest. I wanted to seem like like the greatest Student athlete to ever wear the red and white, in my opinion, is Caitlin Tui. Uh, I, I, and I know that's, that's such a hard conversation to have, but I mean, I definitely want to get your viewpoints. Obviously, a lot of people say, well, David Thompson, which I've made the point myself saying, <laughs> I think that if David Thompson had been allowed to play in 1973, they would have won the national championship. Two team national championships in college basketball. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he'd be the greatest. But, you know, since he doesn't have that, while Caitlin Tui has three times, in a row now, team national championships, three individual records, even still to this point, uh, at national NCAA records to this point. Like, I just, I, I have a hard time saying otherwise, but I want to get your thoughts on it. I have called her, and I did the story on her uh, last year, uh, and I, I wrote at the time, I believe she was going to be the most accomplished athlete in NC State history. And I believe after her final year in cross country, um, that is true. There's no doubt. You can't tangibly um, say Caitlin Tui and David Thompson. How do you compare them? It's not fair to either of them because Absolutely. David Thompson couldn't accomplish some of the things that she did. She didn't have some of the accomplishments that he did. However, if you look at it objectively, Caitlin Tui is the most accomplished person um, male or female in NC State athletic history. Now, Julie um, Shaw may have a um, uh, a beef with that because she won three national championships, three individual national championships in a span of thirty six hours, one year. That's pretty crazy. She won seven total. <clears throat> she was an amazing athlete. It was not on the NCAA level because the NCAA at that time did not sponsor and did not govern women's athletics. It was just at the beginning of women's athletics, yet she still did it. She did those things, and you can never take away from what she did, what Betty Springs did. Lots of other people have accomplished. But at the level that Caitlin Tui was at, I still believe she is. The and one of the reasons I say that is because the most important and best race Caitlin Tui ever ran is one that she did not win. Mm -hmm. Riley Geiger made this point to me a couple of times. Her finish at this year's cross-country championship to be, get to fifth, when she wasn't at her best, she wasn't feeling well, but she got fifth place. Had she not gotten fifth place, the third national championship wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. I couldn't say it by myself. Thank you, Tim. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah. So, so obviously, you you know, in my opinion, you're 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 in a very accomplished writer, and you know, written multiple books about NC State, whether it's like no. Um, about the 83 championship, about the, the greatest players of, of all time that have worn the red and white, and, and then the, the, a historical perspective. Um, I guess for me, when researching those books, do you have like any kind of 
anecdotal stories that didn't make it in the book that are kind of just neat. Um, you know, cause like there's all kinds of great stories in there, but you, you have to have something in the back pocket that didn't make it to print. So I wrote a chapter in, um, one of my books about, <coughs> sorry guys, I'm, I'm getting over a little bit of a cold. So I, I'm right with you. I, I got halls myself. So, <laughs> so this might be the most NC state story I could tell you out of, uh, researching the books. I had, interviewed Lorenzo Charles multiple times, but I did not have everything that I wanted about Lorenzo Charles. I tried to get him on the phone. My wife had used his uh, livery service a couple of times. She had contact with him. I couldn't get him. And um, I was getting down to my deadline time. I could not get in touch with Lorenzo. He said, yeah, we'll talk. I've called, I called him, left him some messages. Um, it just wasn't working out. And I was getting Deadline crunch. So one day after football practice, this was when I was still working in newspapers. I, uh, <coughs> excuse me, I just happened to, after practice, go to Char Grill. And I was standing in line in Char Grill waiting for my order. And uh, I had already written it down. I put it in the window. I was standing and waiting. And then literally, lo and behold, Lorenzo Charles walks up <laughs> like in his order. And we sit there and talk. And I got everything I needed from him in that point. Um, things like that happen all the time when you're around Raleigh. Um, and um, that's one of my favorite stories, though, with researching the books. That's really cool. It. Well, with that being said, Wolfpack Nation, we'll take a quick pause there. As, uh, again, we'll pick up in part two, talking more about NC State history, uh, get to know more and more about the university that we all know and love for sure. Uh, so if, if you haven't already, make sure you go give – our friend here, Tim Peeler, a follower. Uh, Tim, are you just on, on Twitter or are you on any other social media? Mostly uh, Twitter is where I do stuff that uh, is in regards to NC State and NC State Athletics. And that's okay. at Pac Tim Peeler. Top. Yep. That's <laughs> Sorry, right. so, just at Pac Tim Peeler. Yep. And, uh, and then also to Wolfpack Nation, if you want to check out any of his works, his books, go to timpeeler.blogspot.com and go check out all his stuff. But with that being said, we'll see you all for part two and go pack, y'all.